folk, it's RJ Young, host of the number one ranked show. This week on the USFL Spotlight episode, we talk with Pittsburgh Maulers quarterback Thad Lee about his journey to the USFL that started at Georgia Tech, that ended up at James Madison, that had a stop at the Canadian Football League, to being called from his couch last Monday to lead the Maulers in their first win of the season on Sunday. Also take a look at my power rankings following week five and the mid-season All-Stars as we approach week six in the USFL. Subscribe to the number one ranked show wherever you get your podcasts. Boston, Miami, Eastern Conference Finals tonight. Who's headed to the NBA Finals? We got picks. Uh, the Suns won't be back there because they got Luka. Is Phoenix's title window closed already? And Nick's got all 272 NFL games picked, and he's prepared to report his findings. Good Tuesday morning, everyone. Welcome to First Things there First. It is. Oh, there no. it is. Oh. Broussard and Wilds. Oh, and how much do you think I could Just sell this for, Jenna? Is it 20 and This is again? worth... Thousands of dollars. What? No, I give it to you for a quarter. I give you a quarter. Twelve and five, and of a million, not worth it. No, no, this is quarter of a million, not worth it. Big is thirty-two team totals on here. A a coin. It better be a better be one of them copperheads. Better be very valuable. (laughs) What? Well, we will get to all that copperheading. Just a second. Okay. Everybody off last night in the NBA. We're gearing up for the conference finals. And for Luca, whose Mavs face the Warriors tomorrow night for game one. It's a big stage. But you know who agrees with me? LeBron James. LeBron went on Twitter last night, called Luca his favorite player right now. Nick, your favorite player's favorite player. Fox Bet does not have well, Luca as their favorite Luca's player Godfather. to win finals. MVP. They got Steph, Tatum, and Butler all ahead of him. Check that out. Chris Broussard, can Luca be crowned best player on earth this postseason? And if yes, what does he have to do? Jenna? Yes, he can. And what he has to do is, is wow. obviously a big chore. Win, win the championship. Win the championship. Nothing less will suffice uh, if he wants to be named the best player in the world. Uh, and look, I am not a guy that believes that, oh, the best player yes, on the NBA champion is the best player in the world. I, I know I thought LeBron was the best player in the world long before he won the championship. Same thing with Giannis. He was best player in the world before he won the title. And had Phoenix won the championship this year, I wouldn't have said Devin Booker or Chris Paul is the best player in the world. But yes, If Luka wins the championship, he could be crowned because there are two things right now that would keep him from being the best player in the world. It's Giannis. Right now, Giannis is the best player in the world. In part, large part, because his defense is light years ahead of Luka's. So Luka's poor to mediocre defense is keeping him from being in that discussion as the best player in the world. And the second thing is he is... He does it all for his team. And the feeling is that his style of play, primary score, primary ball handler, primary distributor, volume shooter, does everything for his team on the offensive end. The thinking is that you can't win that way in the modern-day NBA, and it's going to be tough to play with a second star that you would need to win a championship. However, 
if Luca wins the championship, he will have shown you that, yes, he might have a deficiency on the defensive end, but he's overcome it with his offense. So you would Mm -hmm. look at him and Giannis and say, okay, Giannis much better defender, but Luca's much better on the offensive end, a far better shooter at every level. Uh, a much better, even though Luca can pa- or Giannis can pass, Luca's a much better distributor better passer. and passer, yeah. court vision, all of that. So his offense would be so oh. good that it would overcome his weaknesses. And Nick, you know this, Larry Bird, somehow Larry Bird made three all defensive teams, but never was a terrific defender. Magic led the league in yeah. steals a couple times, but never was a terrific but defender. So. Defender. Up until before Michael Jordan, you didn't, you know, the best player in the world didn't necessarily, wasn't always like a, an awesome defender. So I don't think, Nick, I don't know where you're at on this. I don't think Luka's going to win the title. However, if he does, oh. then you, you can't hate. You got to give him the love to win it without a second star. Yeah, I think he'd be the best player in the world. Yeah, you do. Bro, I'm so glad we're back. Because Brew is right. Brew did coin the phrase Luka legend. Brew has been a Luka Doncic guy. However, his, his deep dedication to measured analysis rather than grasping the moment, recognizing where we're at, has hurt him in this discussion. Because as recently as a month ago, I said Luka was the best player in the Western Conference playoffs. Just the Western Conference side of the bracket. And Brew got mad at me. He was like, oh, Steph, what about Steph Curry? What about, well, Steph Curry's about to find out. What about Steph Curry here very shortly? But this is, this is why I'm so happy about this. Because Brew, right now, this moment, if you asked him, so do you agree with Nick that Luca's already an all-time great playoff performer? Brew would say, no, of course not. It's still too far. But Brew has now gone further than even I have gone. Because the best player alive, championship belt, is the most exclusive belt in sports. I'll tell you, and I will give the most liberal definition of it. I will give it to as many people as you possibly can because a couple of these guys I've named maybe never held it. But at best, the following people have held the belt, and some of them have held it multiple times. Wilt Russell Kareem, Moses, Bird Magic, that's six, Michael, Akeem, Shaq, Duncan, Kobe, LeBron, Giannis, that's 13 names. Those 13 people, Wilds, happen to also be 13 of the 15 greatest players ever. So what Chris Broussard is saying is Luka Doncic is a mere eight wins away from being a definitionally top 15 all-time guy. Uh, I'm welcome it back, Brew. I'm glad to have you back. Don't put words into my mouth. Don't put words in I'm, my mouth. I am what, with you. What do you mean? Hold on. I am with you that Luka will be an all-time great player. Will be an all-time great playoff performer. What I say yesterday, three you got to win a championship. You got to win a championship or at the very least get to many, many finals like an Elgin Baylor to be considered an all-time great playoff performer. I haven't given my prediction. That, you know, you don't know who I'm picking in the West. However, oh, I am no. not picking oh. Dallas to oh, win it. No. I'm not picking him to win it to win the championship. So I don't think Luka will do it, Wilds. So the, Nick Nick is trying to paint me, put me out there and never, never I'm land. Trying to, no. In a I'm good just way. saying if 
If by chance in a corner. he wins the championship, how can we deny it? Wilds, right. I'm trying that, to bring him in. Answer. You're it's a long like Kevin Durant. Wilds. Kevin Durant had the belt as well. That, you're, you're, you ran through your list of greatest player. Kevin Durant never had the championship belt he, while he's sitting there holding a finals no. MVP when did he trophy. Have the, like Kevin Durant, he had no, the belt. No. When, he, when he won his finals when? MVP, he was the best player in the world. So then Kawhi the had it one. too? No. Kawhi also had it? I think Kawhi did have it. Kawhi also I had it. I do believe that Kawhi had it. Okay. I, I subscribe well, to... Wilds belts if like you the WBO are, title. If you are holding the finals MVP... It's like, it's like, it's like, who uh, held it? Like, go ahead. So, so Chauncey had it. This is a Chauncey Phillips This is a Chauncey Phillips case. This is a Chauncey Phillips case. doesn't matter. Let Wilds finish. In go any ahead. event. Here's why I don't go think Luca can have it. And Broussard, you'll agree with me. I, I, and this is not disparaging Luca, but we know that he is a dominant offensive player and, at best, an okay defensive player. And we can brush it aside until it becomes finals time. And all of a sudden, huh, turns out where the rubber meets the road and the game is decided by one or two plays, being the best player in the world helps because you have to make a defensive play. We'll start with Giannis last year, game five. Bucks up by two. Uh Uh-oh, here comes a big alley-oop to DeAndre Ayton. Looks like it's going to be a tie game. No, it's not. That's because the best player in the world shows that he can do it on both sides of the floor. How about another best player in the world? This one's called The Block. Uh-oh, is this game going the other way? No, it's not. One of the best defensive plays ever by the, one of the greatest players of all time. And even this one, this guy, this is just a minor, so minor moment. It's not even a moment, but it is in NBA lore. Here's LeBron, Game 5, 2013 Finals. Upset that a 21-year-old Kawhi Leonard is going to check in. By the way, Kawhi wins Finals MVP the following year. That look is never going to happen to Luka. So if you have no fear of the guy defensively, I don't think you get to hold the belt. You definitively hold the belt if you're mostly an offensive player and no one will ever be worried about you defensively. Okay, so Larry Bird was never the best player in basketball, nor was Magic Johnson. That's a very intriguing take. I disagree with it, first of all. Second of all, instead of trying to slip in a that. little LeBron slander because you, you're you reading into what his wins meant, why not just show Akeem saving <laughs> the did. NBA Finals you with did. a block? Akeem, who was the best player in the world, saved an NBA championship with so, a block of John Starks. Come on, Wilds. That, gonna, that's better footage. That more tells stuff. your point. But no, it's not. It's not. But here's footage. the uh, here's the problem. We'll high definition. Here's the problem. The problem with this whole Luca defense narrative is here's what is true. Team defense is wildly important. Your individual superstar player being an elite defender is great if it happens, but is not a requisite to the championship. Another guy who has held Wild's best player alive belt, evidently, Dirk Nowitzki, was never a great defensive player, but the team as a whole was. The Mavs this year are the sixth best defense in basketball. So they've somehow been able to overcome what, much like the Warriors, despite having their best player, Steph Curry, not be an elite defensive player by any shot, when they were winning titles, in 2015, they were the number one defense. In 2016, they were the number one defense or top two both years. They didn't win in 2016, obviously, because of the block. But so I just, I don't think that's a prerequisite. I think it's a bonus. By the way, I still think Jan's the best player alive. 
I'm just glad to know Brew is eight wins away from calling Luca, you know, one of the 15 greatest players ever. I'm Best delighted that we're back. By the I way, needed you back, Dallas I needed you back. Dallas currently five and a half point underdogs <laughs> on the road tomorrow night for though. game one. We will revisit this game. Eastern Conference Finals start tonight in Miami. Who's head to the finals? We're going to make picks next. First things first. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So, to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com slash FTF. NetSuite.com slash FTF. NetSuite.com slash FTF. Celtics Heat Eastern Conference Finals getting underway tonight down in South Beach. Miami looking for their sixth finals trip in the last 12 seasons. Boston, on the other hand, just leaking, looking to keep that momentum going. They got by Brooklyn. They got by the defending champs. Tatum got by the bouncers at Club Superstar this week. Now it's on to the Heat. So, Chris Broussard, let's make our picks. Super simple. Who you got? Oh, man. Celtics or Heat? Jenna, I am not abandoning the Celtics now. I got the Celtics in six. There you go. Now, obviously, both of these both of these teams play Love great it. defense, but I think we all would agree. I, I think just about every NBA observer right now would say Boston has the best defense in the league. So I think that's going to be huge. And look, they stifled Kevin Durant. They gave Giannis about as much trouble as a defense can give him. And now they face Jimmy Butler, who is playing great and is a great player with all due respect, but he's not Kevin Durant or Giannis on the offensive end. So I think they're going to give Miami a lot of trouble. And I think, I think that's the issue for Miami. I don't think they can have the scoring consistently to beat Boston. They haven't, you know, offensively, they haven't shot the three well in the playoffs. And they need, if they're going to have a chance, now I feel completely confident about Boston winning this series. There's like not a, a part of me that thinks they might not. Wow. But if Miami's going to pull this off, Tyler Hero Wiles has got to step up. He has struggled in the playoffs. He, he's a six man of the year. He got my vote. He won the award. But he's gone from 20 points a game to 13 in the playoffs. He's gone from 40% shooting in the uh, from three in the regular season to, I believe, below 30% in the playoffs. He's going to have to be huge for them to even have a chance. And on the other end, I look, again, Miami's defense is great, but I don't think Boston's not going to see as much resistance at the rim, as good as Bam Adebayo is, 
as they saw against Milwaukee. And Miami also, kind of like Milwaukee, is not the same philosophy exactly, but they forced their opponents to shoot a lot of threes too. And we saw that Boston can shoot the three. We saw it against the Bucks. So I Rob's Jason Tatum, third time now in the conference finals. Jalen Brown, fourth time mm -hmm. in the conference finals, as young as those guys are. I think they're finally ready to take the next step and get to the final. So Celtics wow. in six. All right. I am back with you, Broussard. I'm back on the Celtics. I think yes. Kyle Lowry missing game one already. I don't know how long he's going to be out right. for. I think that really hurts. And here's the thing, Nick. Club superstar. The, a lot of the guys in Club Superstar have to carry the entire load for their team. Luka has to carry the entire load. We saw Giannis have to carry the load for the Bucs. Kevin Durant had to carry the load. Jason Tatum, I don't know, only needs to win you two games. Can we have two big Tatum games and then maybe a game from Jalen Brown? Grant Williams won you game seven. Al Horford, even though Tatum had more points, Al Horford was really the spark in game five. So I want Tatum to win two games. And I think they can easily do that. I think Jalen wins you a game. And I think as what Antoine, Antoine refers to as the others, maybe it's Grant, maybe it's Al Horford, wins you another game and that's it. I'm going to say Celtics in six. All right. Okay, so I'm incredibly oh, conflicted yeah. on this pick. But everything you're saying about newly minted superstar Jason Tatum feels accurate. And in fact, I think Tatum's postseason might uh, is being somehow maybe a little underrated. Can we show one of my favorites, Blind Reveal? And if we could put it on the screen along with my Ooh. colleagues, if there's a way to do that. So this is Jason Tatum this postseason against a legendary postseason that gets forgotten about somewhat. It's basically equivalent in everywhere except the other guy is far more efficient. Show me who that other guy is. Oh my goodness gracious. Is that Jimmy Butler this postseason? Mm. Are we maybe underrating the one seed? Are we up. maybe underrating Jimmy Butler? Is the we maybe also me? Because Jimmy Butler denied entry to club superstar. Despite, he, does, he might not have as many conference finals as Jason Tatum. He does have more NBA finals than Jason Tatum. But I was conflicted on this. However, now that I have heard the curse of the Broussard, which doesn't have quite the power that it once did. However, it does seem you to bite championship picks. <laughs> I, 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 the curse of the Broussard the doesn't transfer to individual wild. series. But once, once Brew puts, says you're going to win the title, whether the Clippers or the Nets or who I don't even remember who it was. They, oh, the Suns. It, it, it bites you. So I don't know who your title pick is, but I, there's, there's a chance it could be Boston. But more importantly, the Wilds kiss of death, all go Miami in seven. I don't listen. I'm going to watch this series. There's going to be games in this series, Brew, <laughs> where Just the Heat scores 77 points. And I say, how did I pick this team? But there's also going to be games in this series where all of a sudden Eric Spolstra is playing Yadonis Haslam just because he wants to. Where it's like, wait, why is that the rotation? Spolstra is going to be like, I know something you guys don't know. The Heat have home court. The Heat might. Brew, let me ask you this. Is it possible the Heat, the heat have court? the best player in the series? Well, what, hold no. on. Just real quick, no. let me respond to that. Sorry. I, like, I love on. Jimmy Wild. Butler. Jason it's Tatum is the best player in the series. It's So just let me just say, Wilds, it's less about the Heat having home court and more about Boston not having. 
Can I get you there? It's less about the advantage of playing in Miami and less about Boston getting the edge from their home crowd in a game one and the game seven. But, Brew, there's no chance Jimmy Butler's better than Jason Tatum in this series? None? They they can't have the best player in the series? That he he plays better? The best player in the series is Jason Tatum. Now, could Butler outplay him and play better? I guess that's always a possibility because Jimmy's great. But the, the, here's the thing, Nick, you didn't show, and, and I don't think you can keep it up. Butler's been shooting well from three. I think he's shooting 36% in the playoffs from yeah, three. that's what he does You in the know as well as I do. He's not a good three-point shooter. So I don't see him keeping Isn't that, that what he did in the bubble, either. too? And even with him shooting it well, well, we're not in the bubble anymore, and that coffee, I, you know, it's not working. So, look, all, I got oh. major respect for Miami. There's no doubt about it. But they are stepping up in class. Spolster's a great coach. So that's why I'm saying six. Nick, they start with Lowry out. They are starting two undrafted guys at the guard spots. I know. Max Struess and Gabe I know, and somehow Vincent. they're the one seed. And, and I know they've gotten this they far, so give seven. them credit. Well last round. But no, this is, this is Boston's series to win. No question about it. Nick, you're only going against the Celtics because Wilds picked them? That's why you're picking Miami, because yeah. Wilds well, it was, picked it was, the, it was, the Celtics. It was on a knife's edge. It was on He's a knife's edge. For less and logic. you know I believe in basketball gods. And the basketball gods have really been anti-Kevin Wilds ever since. Again, they give you one strike, oh. but his first strike was calling the magic frisky. His second strike was abandoning John Morant in his time of need. And ever since then, the basketball gods have smited all of Wilds' picks. And so, yeah, when it's that close, Ooh. I'm going with, I'm going anti-Wilds. I mean, that's what happens. Like, yeah, I, I, Draft the basketball Wilds, gods love the Wilds, this is good news for you. Frisky magic. This is great news for you, Wilds. <laughs> You are about, you're gonna get sweet vindication, my friend. I had it yesterday. It felt oh so good. You're getting that in about a week and a half, two weeks. Two weeks it'll be yours. I'll put it on my calendar. Well, wait till, wait till the magic get the number one pick tonight, too, Jenna. (laughs) Frisky magic, here we go. 13% chance we're ready to (laughs) roll. Chet. Chet. Celtics, by the way, took the season serious 2-1 against Miami. But it's a whole new season this postseason. All right, switch the NFL. Knicks, speaking of picks, has picked every NFL game, all 272 of them. Who's he got in the NFC? We'll break it all down next. To the NFL now. Nick finished his schedule grid last night, and yes, that means he picked the outcomes of all 272 NFL games this season. It is a yearly tradition, one he enjoys very much. It was not a punishment, don't worry. He takes great pride in it. There it is. There it is, everyone. So, Nick, here we go. Here we go. Start in the NFC. Who do you got in the NFC? I got to tell you, can I just say something? I'll tell you in a minute. I don't know why I do this. Okay. I really don't enjoy it. You guys make me do it. I get halfway through it. It's been six hours, and then I and then I finish tabulating the whole thing. And instead of the total win loss record for the league being 272 and 272 as it must be, it's 270 and 274. And I'm like, oh my god, I mishighlighted something, Uh and I have to do it again. But here's the result. It's all worth it in the end, Jenna. NFC East, no surprises. (laughs) Dallas is gonna win. 
Dallas is are, is Dallas good enough to be a 12-win team? Well, when you get the Commanders and Giants four times a year, you are. Eagles, from in the playoffs to out of the playoffs due to tiebreakers. That's the other thing. I'm calculating tiebreakers of make-believe games by hand. This is the <laughs> life I've chosen. NFC North. Here we go. Packers win it again. Oh, is that a frisky Bears team? It is. Who believes in Justin Fields? The man wearing a tie given to him by Justin Fields. That's not true, but you believed it for a moment. Vikings sneak in due to that make-believe tiebreaker <laughs> over the Eagles. The Lions, six wins. You know what? A- Aiden Hutchinson, I believe in you. Dan Campbell, let's have some kneecaps together. Six wins. That's, that's something in Detroit. All right, NFC South. Just one team. One team that's relevant here. It's the Bucs. Again, the Saints, it was a three-way tiebreaker. That's why they're out. The, the, the Bucs, though, 10-win Bucks. A nice 10 wins. It's comfortable to win the division, but no dominant team. Falcons and Panthers are travesties. And then the real meat of the conference, the NFC West. However, due to how tough the conference is, mm. the division is, the Cardinals, you're out. Meanwhile, Rams and Niners, both 14-3, and three, two dominant teams. Rams, no Super Bowl hangover. The Niners upgraded at quarterback, and they still have Jimmy Garoppolo as an insurance policy would appear. The Cardinals, the DeAndre Hopkins suspension, plus the uh, drama with Kyler Murray, plus a bat tough end-of-season schedule, plus the fact that they employ Cliff Kingsbury. They're an eight-win team, and then Seahawks. Just starting Drew Lock. Give me a break. Try to try to be a serious franchise, Seattle. Okay, Brew, there it is. Uh, listen, I might get one or two games wrong of the 272. But in general, the schedule, the exact standings are going to be accurate. What's your take? Uh, Nick, I, you put so much hard work into this. I hate to mess it up. I hate to bring correction, but I must. You think way too highly of the Bears and the Niners. All right? Trey Lance and Justin Fields, they're going to be that good? Okay. We'll see. They may in the future, but right away, we'll see. All right, but my biggest beef with what you said was Tampa Bay. At least least you had the Buccaneers in the playoffs. And I understand that Tom Brady at 45 years old is going to fall off at some point, but it ain't going to be this point. All right, 10 and 7. Nick, do you know the last time Tom Brady lost seven regular season games? It was well, 2002. Yeah, 2002. You were yeah the year after they you won the were applying to go to season. college at Syracuse University. Early acceptance. You were reading my yeah. stories about the New York Knicks and the New York Times when that happened. And that's by the true. way, that's the only Order time he's ever lost seven games in a season. Now you want to say, oh, they didn't play 17. Okay, two other times he yeah. won 10. That's it. Otherwise, he's always 11 or more wins. He's going to be motivated after coming out of retirement. Yeah, I said it. And then the the team is going to be more motivated because of last year's failure. And I I actually think the presence of Todd Bowles is going to light a fire under these guys as well. Most of the offense is back. Chris Godwin will be back early in the season. Nick. I look, maybe I was a tad ambitious when I said they'd be 13 and 4. I probably was. But 12 and 5, 11 and 6 at worst. 10 and 7, oh, no, th- no way. That's side. way too low. That's too low. Okay. 
Too low. So I don't know if we have the ability to show the Bucks full schedule, but here's the problem for Tampa. Three of their first, their, their first four games Tough are brutal. Schedule. Their first four games are at Dallas, at New Orleans, home for Green Bay, home for Kansas City. It's very possible that they go one and three to start the season. And then after that, they have eight very difficult games. So these are the eight games they have after that. At Pittsburgh, home for Baltimore. This isn't in order. They're at Pittsburgh, home for Baltimore, home for the Rams, at Cleveland, at or home for New Orleans, at San Francisco, home for Cincy, at Arizona. That's eight games. You don't think it's possible they start one and three and they go four and four in that overall in those eight games? That's seven losses. They don't have Antonio Brown. They don't have Gronk at the moment. Brady is getting older. We'll see how Godwin looks when he comes back. It's a tough schedule, man. And by the way, like they lost Bruce Arians. Todd Bowles, head coach. Whole thing, I think they're going to make the playoffs and they'll beat up on the Falcons and Panthers. But I don't look at them as a juggernaut. Far, far, far from it. Something in my eye. Go ahead, Blount. Okay. All right. I'll, I'll tell you what's coming in your eye. A great take. All right. Here's the thing. Jenna, in the off season, <laughs> I take these two thumbs and I go around and I put them on the pulse of every NFL team. And I check out every team, see how they're doing. And every once in a while, I hear a very strong harpy. I say, oh my goodness, what is coming out of New Orleans right now? A lot of good news. And I don't think anyone's paying attention to it. The first thing that caught my eye, this Cam Jordan tweet. I said, what the heck? If Cam Jordan, friend of the show, feels that good about the Saints, then I will too. Saints, Arizona bound, February 2023. I'm going to say it now. Look. Hot take? Sure. But he's also a guy who's quietly confident and might see something in the roster that we don't. Because right now, the Saints roster is being defined about who they don't have. Oh, the Saints without Sean Payton. Okay, what about a Saints with quiet, dark horse MVP candidate last year, Broussard? Jameis coming back, saying the right things. Tyron Matthew back. Good draft picks now in the lineup. Jarvis Landry there and Michael Thomas back then finally oh my goodness gracious from the top rope am I supposed to take this seriously am I supposed to take this as a joke am I supposed to take it as just interesting talk show fodder despite speculation from media about my future this fall I'm currently undecided you know it might work for NBC I might play football again hello sound the alarms may focus on business (laughs) and philanthropy may train for pickleball tour on the board, I've seen your golf tour. He's saying he might come back. I, back up, Jameis. Who knows? But any, here's what Dennis Allen had to say about it uh, over the weekend. Take a listen. I, my wife's the one that told me about it because I don't follow social media. So I thought, well, that, that's interesting. That'll 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 uh, that'll that'll bring up some questions tomorrow at the golf tournament. Hello. Breeze is back. Tom Brady's back. The NFC is back. So look, I'm just saying, everyone's sleeping on the Saints except me and Cam Jordan. So Saints looking good. Take the over on the Saints win total. Let me be very clear here, and I think Brew, even with his commitment to take integrity, will acknowledge. If this is subject to change, if a quarterback suffers a major injury, or for example, if a quarterback were to unretire. So to be very clear, if this, if Drew Brees were to come back and play for the Saints, 
I would have them as six wins instead of eight wins. Did you see Drew Brees okay. the last time he actually played football? He was terrible. His arm was, was awful. He's done. Wow. He, he, he had, He's done. He had the third strongest he... arm on his own team in the quarterback room, and one of the other guys is Taysom, who's a fullback. So no, like the idea of oh what? What if the Saints play the Drew Brees card? Unless the stuff that regenerated his hair also regenerated his shoulder. He's cooked, buddy. I'm not worried about old Drew Brees coming back and making me wrong. Here's the problem, and I love Cam Jordan. I really do love Cam Jordan. The, uh, the Saints are going to go into 12 games this year with the worst of the two quarterbacks and 17 games this year with the worst of the two coaches. Dennis Allen... I'm sorry, buddy. Seemed like a nice guy. You also seemed like you also took the NFL head coach uh, blood oath to never acknowledge that you'd even consider being on social media. It's a weird thing all football coaches have. I'm not on the old tickety-tock and the old book face. I don't know what all that stuff is, but I was told by someone via carrier pigeon what you guys are talking about on the World Wide Webs. But here's the thing. I'm old enough to remember Dennis Allen being the head coach of a football team. And they went four and twelve, and then they went four and twelve, and then they went zero and four, and he got fired. So like the idea that the Saints are going to lose Sean Payton, and all of a sudden, and by the and one other, you know, my only real question about the Saints: Does Michael Thomas still play football? What is happening with him? Yes, the poor guy. I feel badly for him. He's playing He's great. suffered the worst ankle injury. It, Michael Thomas's ankle and James Harden's hamstring are the two worst injuries maybe in sports <laughs> history. And so, like, I don't. So no, I think eight wins would be a quality season for the Saints. I'm not. I don't think they're a playoff team. Over. They lose that tiebreaker. Despite all that, still a good pick, Wilds. Despite those 35 reasons, Thanks, uh, Nick's Jenna. gonna have his AFC picks. Coming up in just a little. I got you in a little. All right, Nick picks every single game. Let's get back to it. Nick, you took us through how you see the NFC playing out a little while ago. We shall shift our collective focus to the American Football Conference, the AFC, home of so many star quarterbacks. Who you got in the AFC this season? Nick Wright. Before I get into it, I want to make an announcement. This is the (laughs) last year I'm doing this. This is dumb. What? It takes like 13 hours. At the end of it, all that I get is mocking from my colleagues. I think I'm gonna, I think I'm done with it. But then I look at it. That's how I feel. And then I look at it, I'm like, you know what? I think I'm gonna go 272 for 272. I can't find a wrong pick here. Let's reveal the divisions. AFC East. How about game one? I told you after last year's game. Told you after last year's playoff game. I have respect for the Buffalo Bills now. Josh Allen has instilled a proper amount of fear in me. I have no respect for anyone else in that division. The Bills are going to coast. The Bills are going to clinch that division as you're biting into your succulent Thanksgiving turkey. They're, they're going to, they're, the final month of the season is going to be proceeding and nothing else. Bills are a 13 win team. Now to the AFC North. Baltimore. Folks, am I the only one that remembers the Ravens? were the number one seed in the AFC last year before Lamar got hurt, and that was despite the fact they had already lost all their running backs due to injury, and then later in the year they lost all their secondary due to injury. The Ravens are a regular season juggernaut. The Browns, this is assuming Deshaun Watson's not suspended for more than eight games. I think the Browns can go on a bit of a run at the end of the year. You know what? I don't listen to Kevin Wilds about many things. But he brought up 
the Super Bowl loser hangover so much last year, it burrowed into my brain like a little gopher. Where it's just there, and he's like, oh, Bengals, Super Bowl hangover, Super Bowl hangover. All of a sudden, I crunch the numbers. Bengals are a nine-win team. Mike Tomlin has a losing season for the first time in ever with the Steelers. Seven wins. Sorry, Mike. AFC South, I'm big on the Colts this year. They got rid of Carson Wentz. What? I liked the team aside from the quarterback. The, the team that everyone pretended the Colts could have been last year, this dangerous team no one wants to play. That Colts team is the actual team they are this year. The Titans take a big step back from the one seed, but still sneak into the playoffs. Look at the frisky Jaguars. The Jaguars and Texans, they might uh, combine to go 13-21, and 21, but they also have the quarterbacks with maybe the league's most two beautiful necks outside of, of course, Lamar Jackson, the reigning neck champion. And then the AFC West, what everyone is waiting to see. Listen, folks, I put it into the old algorithm. I crunched all the numbers. Mm. I And the Chargers, even wow. though Brew hates that their coach likes math and probabilities no, as opposed to feelings and gut factor. <laughs> and Madden. Chargers and Chiefs go, both go 12 and 5. The Chiefs end up winning the division by virtue of going 5 and 1 in the division. The Chargers go 4 and 2. The Broncos are a frisky 9 and 8 just missing out on the playoffs, and the Raiders are a six-win team. Listen, you can't have the greatest division in modern football history and not have one of the teams pay the price. The Raiders pay the price this year for it. Chiefs and Chargers, too good. Brew, you like it. Give me, Tell me the truth. You like it. You're looking at it. Look, it's hard to find I'll any give issues you this. with it. Yeah. No. It was better than the NFC. I'll give you that. I'm, I'm not surprised you like love the Bills because, you know, by the Nick Wright standard, Josh Allen is already an all-time great playoff performer. So I'm not surprised no, you not. love He's Buffalo two, now. No. Uh, That's but, not true. Well, that's yeah, but true. you know, it don't take that much. True. It don't take that much, apparently. No, no, no. Right? It takes quite Short a bit. And Josh size. Allen once did a backwards overhead lateral in a playoff game. Luke has never had that moment. Don't cross pollinate with the Luke it takes here. Let's stay football. <laughs> Go ahead, sir. Don't, 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 don't try to screw, screw this up here. Here's the major issue I have with your AFC, and you know what it is. And Nick, here, look, you've got to let this personal beef that you have with Mr. Unlimited, Russell Wilson, go. Because it's skewing your analysis. All right? I know you, you just because you think he's corny and he doesn't sit around the house in Versace robes like you do. All right? And, 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 do, and, and wear Fresh Prince blazers like you do. Just because you think he's corny, <laughs> Doesn't mean you gotta underrate his team. And how dare you call the Broncos frisky? Like that's a compliment. Frisky. Ooh, they're gonna they're, they're on the ups. Come on, man. This is Russell Wilson, future Hall of Famer. He's played 10 years, Nick. He's missed the playoffs twice. And last year was mainly, I'm saying mainly, yes, mainly, because of injury. All right, and you, you, I don't know why you think Russell Wilson is falling off. He came back early from injury. You saw how he was working 20 hours a day to come back, and he did, we but he played it. hurt for a oh, while. Yeah. And even so, even so, his passer rating was tied for third best in the NFL ahead of Justin Herbert, Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, Tom Brady, all those guys. 
and he had a nice touchdown to interception ratio of 25 TDs to six interceptions. All right, so what is not to like? Why do you think he's not going to go to Denver and shine? They got a nice receiving core. I'm not saying it's the best in the league, but it's good. I'm assuming Jerry Judy will be fine with his issues off off the field. You know, Cortland Sutton, Tim Patrick. I love the running back. Javante Williams had a great rookie year. I'm expecting big things from him. And then the defense, Nick, the defense, you have to admit, is legit. Top 10 defense, Mm -hmm. top five in terms of scoring defense. And, oh, they just added Randy Gregory and DJ Jones. Like, they're going to be legit. They're in the playoffs. I know it's a tough division. But the Broncos, I think it's three of these teams making the playoffs. Well, here's, I'm going to give your boy Brandon so, Staley. I think so he's Raiders. gotten, you know, some education over the summer. So he won't oh, be going so you think three all are making the time. It. All the time. Yeah, I think it'll be just oh, like that's the fascinating to me. And three will make it. Okay, so that's fascinating to me. Because last year, last year, I'm yeah. really interested when we – no, of course. Uh, it, when we do our full preseason predictions, who you have out. Because if you have three from the AFC West, plus obviously a division winner from the AFC East, call it Buffalo, there's only three spots left. And I know how much you like Cleveland. I know you like Cincinnati. I think you like Baltimore. And I think you like Indy and Tennessee. That's five teams competing for just three spots. And that's not even to mention Pittsburgh. So I'm curious how it goes. But before we even show the Broncos schedule, let me address... Can we run that Russell Wilson video again and then show the Broncos schedule? Because something people, yeah, and some, this is like a David Copperfield act. Uh, yes, everyone is looking at the middle of these this video. Kind of like that. I want throughout this video you to look at the top right hand corner, the attribution. It's like, oh, this is from Russell Wilson's Twitter account. And then the next video, that's from Russell Wilson's YouTube page. And then, oh, that's from Russell Wilson's Twitter account again. Yeah, the the idea that we have all of this Russell, we can keep rolling different ones. All the footage is Russell Wilson. Oh, Russell Wilson's own personal YouTube page. He and the kid who opens toys are the two most viewed people on YouTube of 2021. It's just, it's just enough. It's enough, Russell Wilson. Like I again, like and and he, uh, how many videographers does he have? We have like multiple angles oh, from the same stuff and uh, uh, more from Russell Wilson's Twitter page. It's just, it's enough. And no matter what Brew tries to but trick look you at into the thinking, look due at the to his work passer up. rating oh, last yes. year, he was not good. But here's the real problem, Wilds. Now we can show the Broncos' schedule if we would like. They only have five easy games. Seattle and Houston to start the year. The Jets and the Jags. And the Jags are frisky, by the way, in the middle of the year. And then Carolina at the end. Find me another six wins. Find okay. Bruce got him going 11 and six, six, 11 and 6. Pardon me, I think. Their other games are six games against the Chargers, Chiefs, and Raiders. San Francisco, the Rams, the Cardinals, the Colts, the Titans, and Baltimore. Everyone is talking about how brutal the Chiefs' schedule is. The Chiefs and Broncos have nearly identical schedules outside of a couple strength of schedule games, but the Broncos have to play the Chiefs. The Chiefs don't play the Broncos. The Chiefs don't play the Chiefs. They they got they get to play the Broncos. The schedule's too tough. The team's not good enough. It's a rookie head coach. By the way, Vegas has their over under set at ten. I have them winning nine. I'm right in line with what sober analysts feel. But Brew just loves Mr. Very Limited. But unlimited YouTube views. 
And so he's biased on this. I am not. I am dripping in objectivity. I'm biased. Yeah. Right, let, let's stay here. <laughs> I, I'm going to deliver the Coachella lineup of takes. I'm going to start small, and then all of a sudden the lights are going to go down. I'm going to bring out the superstar that you all came to see. So first of all, opening act. The Raiders are not going 6-11. and 11. The Chiefs lost their number one weapon. The Raiders added the best wide receiver in football. And all of a sudden, the Chiefs are still great and the Raiders get worse. Not happening. The second opening act, the Colts. The Colts' idea of running this sort of band-aid quarterback, let's take Phillip Rivers, let's take Carson Wentz, let's take Matt Ryan. I just don't believe that having that lack of continuity will lead to success. Maybe you get a sniff the playoffs like you did with Phillip Rivers, but they are still kind of just treading water and they don't quite know the direction that the organization is going to go in. Unlike this team. Well, you know what, Broussard? You know what people say? If you love something, let it go. And if it comes back to you, it's truly yours. I say that about doves every morning. Just go ahead, fly fly and then it comes back and then guess what happened right back to me and this dove flew all the way to the new york giants and there he made a name for himself being no nonsense making people run a few laps for a few errors not being afraid to get a little dirty in the slip and slide have some team unity not being afraid to run a quarterback sneak when you're on your own goal line well, guess who's back for the New England Patriots? It's Joe Judge, and he's working with the baby goat. Let's take a listen to what the great one had to say yesterday. Yeah, so I'll give you a direct answer right there, not to be evasive or anything. Uh, I am working with Mac, along with, you know, Smithfield in the offense. I'm working with all of his skill group on offense. Uh, I'd say all of us are working collectively, all right, as a coaching unit to work with the entire offense. Oh, that's a direct answer if I ever heard one. Yes, Joe Judge is working with Mac, and he's also working with all the skilled players, and everyone collectively is working with everyone else. So you know what they say? However many coaches we have that aren't Bill Belichick's uh, sons, which there are two on the staff, more, uh, more brains the better on the <laughs> offense and defense. So I'm feeling good about Baby Goat and Mac Jones. On a serious note, there's no way we're worse. No, you're we're gonna We're going to go 11-6. and six. We're going to be one game better than we were last year. It's a totally reasonable take. Wild. Under is- 500 when everyone has another year of experience under their belt. Impossible. Impossible. Okay, but okay, show the schedule. The, 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 yeah, I, I got Everything changes go. year to year. Okay, here's the problem for New England. Except it for starts Chiefs. brutally and it ends brutally. The the okay. the Patriots first four games, they will be underdogs. All four. Okay, well, you can make a lot of money. Even with your $1 bet size, they will be underdogs in Miami, in Pittsburgh, home against the Ravens, and in Green Bay. So let's say, give them, say Vegas is the wrong ones. Give them one and three. In the Look at the entire right side of the screen. They will be underdogs five of the six final games. They'll be underdogs at home against Buffalo, at, Car- at Arizona, at the Raiders, home for the Bengals. They'll be favorites against the Dolphins. And at the Bills, if you start the, yeah, the year in off in hell and you end the year in hell, no matter how well you do in the middle column, you're screwed, buddy. And you know the it. Ending's a little rough. Like you have just, I, ending's a little I, rough. you know, <laughs> you're, you're, you lost your coaches. Your quarterback is not very good. Even you think he's maybe the ninth best in the conference at best. 
Like what? Well, yeah, Wilds. Check it out. N- name the quarterbacks. It's just no. I don't know. Sorry. Seven. I'm gonna wins. watch the Pro Bowl again. Sorry. I'll watch it. Let me watch the Pro Bowl again during the break. Uh, I counted 114 days until we get to have this discussion again, but for real. For now, we got to get back to basketball. Can Luca steal the best player on Earth crown this postseason? Very valuable crown. Hold on to that. Toss it around next. First things first. On Sunday, big-time USFL doubleheader kicking off at noon Eastern. First, the Pittsburgh Maulers take on the New Orleans Breakers. That's at noon on FS1. Then at 4... You got the Houston Gamblers, that's Nick's team, taking on the New Jersey Generals. That's Broussard's team. That's on Fox, and it's all streaming on the Fox yep. Sports app. I love, love that you guys get together every week and watch that together. Stories to start your morning, sponsored by, brought to you by the Subway Eat Fresh Refresh. Everyone off last night in the NBA. Gearing up for conference finals this week for Luca, whose Mavericks face the Warriors tomorrow night for game one. It's a big stage. You know who agrees with me? LeBron James. LeBron went on Twitter last night. He called Luka his favorite player right now. How about that, Nick? That's your favorite player's favorite players. Favorite player. That's right, Jim. does not have Luka as their favorite player. Yeah. They don't have him as the favorites to win finals MVP. They got Steph and Tatum and Butler all ahead of him. But let me start with you, Chris Broussard. We've been tossing this around all morning. Can Luka be crowned best player on earth this postseason? And if so, what does he have to do? Well, Jenna, oh, let me hear this. What he has to do, uh, let me say this. Yes. Yes. But what he has to do is a tall chore. He has to win the championship. Nothing less. He has to win the championship. And even then, it won't be unanimous. There will be the haters, there will be those that don't want to give him his props. But if he leads the Dallas Mavericks past the Phoenix Suns, past the three-time champion Golden State Warriors, I know they might be a little bit long in the tooth, but still. And then past the team I think is going to win the East, the Boston Celtics, who stifled Kevin Durant, who gave Giannis Antetokounmpo as much as you can ever give a guy like that on the defensive end, and he beat all of them, I think I would have to crown him best player on earth. And look, I am not, guys, the type of guy that just like, oh, the best player on the championship team is the best player in the world. No. Paul Pierce was never the best player in the world or Kevin Garnett. Uh, Chauncey Billups was never the best player in the world. Dirk Nowitzki, never the best player in the world. And LeBron and Giannis and, and some others were the best player in the world in my book before they even won their first championship. So it's not that. That's all right. It is just that, like right now, Giannis is the best, Nick. I've said he was my MVP vote, and he's the best player in the world. And one of the big advantages he has is one of Luka's deficiencies. Luka's got two things right now keeping him from being the best player in the world. Number one, defensively, he's either poor to mediocre at best. And number two, his style of play, some compared to James Harden. Some compared to an older LeBron back in the day. But he dominates the ball. He's the the primary ball handler, primary decision maker, primary distributor, primary scorer, volume shooter, all of that. And the feeling is that that style, and I actually feel that way, that that style can't win a championship in today's NBA unless you just have overwhelming talent like LeBron had in Miami 
with Chris Bosh and Dwayne Wade. And so if Luka overcomes those two barriers, poor defense and ball dominance without a second star and wins a championship over the gauntlet I just named, Phoenix, Golden State, Boston, how can you deny him? Because you couldn't, everybody's got deficiencies. And you wouldn't be able to say his deficiencies are holding him back. His offense would be so much better than Giannis's. The shooting, the playmaking, the ball handling, that it would override the huge gap defensively, Nick. So, look, I don't think it's going to happen. I don't think they're winning the championship oh, in Dallas. you were so, so close. So I don't think Luka will be oh, the best bro. No, player. stop, stop, but stop, if stop, he stop, does, stop. Let's if just, he just does, stop while you're ahead. He will be the best player in the world. If he does. I'm just glad the man who coined the phrase Luka legend is back. Because there, you know, Brew was... I never left. I, I don't know what happened. Sometimes Brew... No, you left. You left. Yeah, you picked against him. I left Luka? Yeah, you, you disrespected him a well, little bit. Yeah, you did. Wait till you tomorrow. Him. And then just, just, just a month ago, my friend. Oh, you're gonna pick against him again? I, I, I won't believe it. Just a month ago, I said Luca was the best player in the Western Conference playoffs, and you were caping for Chef Curry. Just a few weeks ago, not even a few weeks ago, ten days ago, you were out here talking like he's getting hunted, like he's Trey Young. You were teaming up with that charlatan to your right that says Luka Doncic is just Mike Miller with better PR. We've all seen it. We all heard the takes, my <laughs> yeah, friend. And and here's, uh, uh, listen, he doesn't have a pet monkey, but that is what you said. So here's the deal. I am just glad Brew was back because finals MVP is an exclusive title. League MVP is an exclusive title. Best player alive is a more exclusive title. By my count, at the most liberal definition of it, only 13 guys have ever held it in the history of the NBA. Well, let's call it the modern history, which will go 70 years with respect to bullet Bob Pettit. Wilton Russell held it. Kareem held it for a decade. Moses held it briefly. Magic and Bird kicked it back and forth between each other. Michael held it. Akeem held it. Michael then took it back. Shaq then held it. Duncan then held it. Some would say Kobe then held it. LeBron, Giannis. 13 guys, the only people to ever hold that title. If Luca could hold it in year four, eh, with no all-star teammates, Wilds, when he was, keep this in mind, the Mavs were the underdog in every series they've played in. You've never had a champion do that. Be the underdog in every series of the postseason. Maybe the 95 Rockets, but I don't think they were the underdog uh, in round two, but I could be wrong. But that would be the only one. The, it would be so unprecedented that I think it would shock the world. Wouldn't shock me because I've been trying to tell you guys. I'm curious if he wins the title, Wilds, if we're still going to talk about his drop, pick, and roll coverage or if you'll move off it. I, I'm just curious. <laughs> what kind win of the matters? Title. Eight games away. What kind of matters? Huh? <laughs> Well, not if it they win the matters. title, though, right? If, I, I, I mean, the number six defense, they just held the Suns to 27 first half points. So time. something must have been going well with the defense. Devin Booker and Chris Paul, the two guards on the other team, melted down. So something good must have been going on with the defense. I don't know. Maybe it was Maxi Kleba's rim defense. If the Mavs win the title, this will be coaching malpractice. Uh-huh. 
courtesy of Steve Kerr. Steve Kerr should be able to figure out an offensive system that specifically targets Luka Doncic, the same thing that Monty Williams did the first two games, where it's like, huh, looks like we can attack Luka at will. And then somehow Jason Kidd made a change and and Monty Williams got away from it. And, And the Suns just decided to fall apart and not show up in Game 7. But here's the thing I want to focus on defense. In the finals, we have seen the greatest player in the world make great plays, and that's when it matters. So right now we're like, yeah, Luka's great on offense, but he doesn't play defense. Well, it's going to show up just like it did last year. Here's Giannis, two-point game, about a minute 15 left. Uh Uh-oh, looks like it's going to be a tie game. Alley-oop to DeAndre Ayton. Nope, Giannis is there to clean it up. How about the block? Greatest player in the game at that point in time. By the way, he seeded this to Kevin Durant. But this is a great play from the Grizzlies. might be LeBron's best play ever, and it's a defensive play. How about this one? Now, I'm not saying Kawhi has held the greatest player in the world title, but he did win, you know, finals MVP twice. And this is LeBron. Oh, we got the blur there. I didn't even know we did that. We got the blur there from LeBron because Kawhi is checking in the game. Nick, all I'm saying is Luka is never going to have this reaction. No one's ever going to be like, oh, shoot, is Luka coming in the game? Maybe on offense, but no one's going to be worried about Luka locking him up. So I think that's a demerit on your greatest player in the world that you can only play half the game. Okay, but did you? Did you I, maybe I missed it. I, I I stopped listening for a moment. Did we have one of these for Dirk, the last Mav to win a title? Like, oh, this great Dirk defensive play. What about Steph in 2015? <laughs> what about your guy oh, Chauncey in 2004? Like, or or was that Ben Wallace and Tayshaun well, Prince? Well, they weren't best player the, in the, the world, though. Nick. In fairness, no. in fairness, no, they were never the best players in the world. The, for, first of all, okay, no, many no. people argued Steph was. Many people argued Steph was. He won a unanimous MVP. But this idea that the Mavs had the sixth best defense in the league this year and that Luke is some turnstile, maybe Wilds and Patrick Beverly, you know, workshop their terrible defensive opinions together. But that's just not true. He's <laughs> six, eight and incredibly strong with a super high basketball IQ. One quarter. He was terrible on defense, and Reggie Miller decided to make a basketball observation 11 times, so America turned on Luka. Since then, they've been fine. It's it's enough. It's enough. If. It's a big if. We got some Celtics tonight. Don't get ahead of yourself. Undisputed, right?